Today, in our epistle and gospel readings, we are challenged with a particular focus, and this will continue into next week. Today, we hear the lens of our Christian spirituality centrally includes relationship with others. Not only is this Christian life about God, but also about relating well with others. And we hear some urgency about that today. Relationships are so important. In our gospel reading, Jesus is describing normal relationships as being full of love, care, honesty, and commitment. As we have said, sin separates us from God and one another. Today, we hear that we are to initiate and take responsibility to help eliminate separations. That is a tough challenge that pushes us hard on who we are as we relate with one another. I want to pause here, as I frequently do, and say that this does not mean that God is telling any human to be a doormat or to be in toxic, destructive, harmful relationship. Love is pointed in a direction to be inclusive of the things of the kingdom of God. So when our relationships do not have those characteristics, we can look to bridge separations as it is safe for us to do. But when it is not safe or is destructive or harmful, those spaces, the continued separation, is important. They are boundaries. We even hear the flavor of that in our gospel reading. We can try, but we cannot take responsibility for each other's response, each other's approach to life. Relationships are so important that in Romans we hear from Paul, owe no one anything except to love one another. For the one who loves one another has fulfilled the law. And he quotes Jesus' teaching, love your neighbor as yourself, and adds, love does no wrong to a neighbor. If love is truly doing no wrong, it is bridging separations and is responsive to confrontation because of the priority of relationship. A relational word picture may be helpful here. Imagine that our relationships are like a road, and every time there is an offense or hurt or harm that takes place, it is like throwing a brick in the road. If you're trying to drive down that road, one or two or five or seven bricks is manageable. But when you start to get a whole bunch of bricks in your road, you start to hurt your car, and you may not be able to drive through at all. In fact, you could do a whole lot of damage and even total your car. In this word picture, the road is our relationship, the bricks are the conflict, the car is ourselves, and we see that conflict hurts everyone involved. It is here that I want to focus a bit on what is not included in confrontation, what these passages are not saying to do. Next week, we will focus more directly on what is included in conflict resolution. The plumb line for confrontation and bricks on the road are not merely our disposition or temperament, though they are included. The plumb line concerning The plumb line concerning conflict, excuse me, the plumb line concerning conflict is love. I'm going to start over one more time. The plumb line concerning love, conflict, and relationship ultimately is God and God's kingdom. That means that we do not approach confrontation impulsively or with assumptions. 
We must not assume that every brick we become aware of in our road is somebody else's fault. One way to sensitize ourselves when we perceive a brick in our road is to ask ourselves quite honestly, has this person sinned against me, caused offense, hurt, harm, from God's perspective? Sin is a big word and can cause us pause. It kind of levels the playing field. And what it often reveals is that someone has not really sinned against us, but that someone's person calls for our patience. They are not sinning at all, but merely being themselves. When there is not relational sin involved from another, all these things we hear today may not be necessary. And any separations may be our own responsibility to confront in our own hearts and minds with God and perhaps a trusted other. In today's culture, perhaps social media fallout, we can quickly blame one another or quickly confront sometimes. We are kind of funny humans. We either run at confrontation full speed or we run away from it full speed. Neither work outside of our relationship, our connection with God. God is our plumb line in motivation. Not self, not our opinions, not our desires, not our scripts for life and relationship. God. That is why Paul is writing, Oh, no one, anything except love. Have no obligation to anyone except love. So often, problems in a relationship are something we need to attend to in our own hearts before we speak anything with our lips. But there are times when we do need to speak. We need to be careful how we read this passage in Matthew because it is kind of pointed and sounds a bit sterile. But it is not telling any of us to to be mean to anyone, and it is not giving any of us license to go after someone in anger. It, in fact, shows great care. If there is a sin in a relationship, if there is a separation, if there is a brick in the road of a relationship, talk to someone privately with kindness and care. Not somebody else, not publicly, but privately with love. These scriptures today also inform our mindset concerning confrontation and relationship. As we actively are getting bricks out of our road, confrontation is not about winning or losing. The mind, that mindset will destroy relationship. It is not about anyone being right or wrong. It is about love, and it is about bridging separations. It is about getting bricks out of the road. It is about forgiveness and moving sin off the grid of the relationship so there are no obstacles. What we see in this Matthew passage is that relationships with one another are so important. It demands a ruthless honesty in ourselves and in our relationship with one another. Jesus is talking about kingdom relating, real relationship, which may sound beyond us or unrealistic. But Jesus is talking with kingdom of God assumptions. And in the kingdom of God, it is normal that there is so much trust and commitment to one another and to God that there is a ruthless honesty that permeates the community. 
There is an awareness of a responsibility to the community we each have. As Paul writes, as Jesus taught, love your neighbor as yourself. The responsibility is because we are by design at union with God and at union with one another. We love our neighbor as ourself because we are our neighbor and our neighbor is us. That's how much union we have. This also means every, every relationship in a community affects the relationship of everybody. I'm going to say that again because it's mind-boggling. Every relationship in a community affects the relationship of everybody. We are at union. We hear the significance of this throughout Scripture. It is here we understand the gravity of what we are called into, not only with God, but with one another. Our Christian life demands commitment to others individually and to community. Our Christian life demands ruthless honesty with self before any confrontation with another. And our Christian life demands we lovingly participate in conflict resolution and forgiveness. Let us love our neighbor as ourself and approach each day owing nothing but to love each other.